Welcome to the good, the bad, and the beautiful. Hi, I'm Erin, and I am so excited to be having my husband, Mark Clark, on the show with me today, where we will talk all things. (laughs) I wasn't joking when I said nothing is off the table. It may sound like an episode of The View. There's a lot of over-talking. Uh, There's talk of our early relationship, uh, why we broke up, how during that breakup, I mysteriously felt called to go to Bible college. Um, We talked about movies and how our interest in movies differ. Enneagrams. There is so much going on in this podcast. I'm so excited that you can listen in on this conversation. So Mark, I thought that I would have you on at the beginning of these podcast series so that people could get to know who my husband is for those that don't know you, right? um, but also how we interact with each other. Right. Um, I've talked about how I want this podcast to be authentic and I want to be an open book, but in that, I thought it was important that you're on first off so that people get get how we work together and that you're cool with this as well. Yes. Uh, you're you're going to be an open book on this podcast. I'm not cool with that. <laughs> right. Mark, uh, for those of you who don't know him, he is a pastor and speaker and talks maybe weekly, uh, throws <laughs> me, especially since COVID, he doesn't have much going on. So he yeah. doesn't have many stories many, to uh, share. People to throw under the bus. So he's pulling from me. Yes. Sometimes your stories are... A little bit off. No, a, a little bit. So I'm appreciating a platform awesome. where I'm gonna. Oh. I may even try like an extra where it's like actually what really happened. I might do that kind of series oh, sermon, following your sermon. Little sermon replay, sermons. little sermon commentary. Yeah, I, the, the the commentary on the DVD like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, right, right. I might like, do that. Goodbye. Okay. Um, That's but cool. I was thinking because um, we're authentic in this yeah. and wanting to this. Yeah. Well, I think it's helpful for people. What we've always tried to do with ministry is say, hey, let's be open to actually help people so that they can identify with us so that if they, oh, look, they're broken too. They have a limp. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're just like me. So from the moment we started the church 10 years ago to everything we write about, everything we say on podcasts, it's like, hey, let's not try to be the perfect people. Let's open ourselves up, open our life up so that people can connect and go, oh, they're just like me. So it's like those, it's like those, uh, you know, newspapers, quote unquote, that you read, you know, uh, they're just like us. You know, it's like, <laughs> yes, yes. look, uh, Penelope Cruz shops at Target. She's just like us. That's your newspaper. Yeah. That's, it's yeah, like that. That's so my, if, that is my newspaper. My right. newspaper is actually probably the extent of my newspaper's Instagram, yeah. to be quite yeah. honest. So anyway, yeah, and we made the decision like early on as yeah. well that each other, unless it's like a heart issue, if it's something. Yeah. That is like a deep-rooted thing within me. You won't just openly share that. You always no. ask permission. Yeah. But past that, Open we're seasons. good. It's life. It's I life. don't mind. Our yeah. life. And honestly, a lot of times, even after you speak, I always find it funny when people will come up to me and be like, oh my goodness, I can't believe he shared that. Like, are you okay with that? And I'm like... Right. I didn't think that was a big deal. I didn't think that story was actually that crazy. I think our bar is probably lower than most people's. (laughs) I think we probably have a pretty low threshold for either inappropriate or, uh, or, 
or overshare. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it's just life. Yeah, so, and also feelings getting hurt. We also tend yeah, to let stuff yeah, kind of roll stuff off kinda, our back. It's life. Life's too short to get all jacked up about. And you got to let your ego go. We're all just kind of, you know, as the old saying goes, we're all uh, beggars just telling another beggar where to get bread. Wow. That's, <laughs> that was, we're that was get deep here. Like a jack candy. I <laughs> Yeah. Remember, oh. the, I was showing the kids the Jack Handy the other day. They started writing their own. They, is, they loved the Jack the Handy. Deep thoughts. With Jack Handy. Yeah. It's weird. Some that. of the stuff that you teach our kids. Yeah. But now they're writing their own deep thoughts with Jack Handy. But they don't, it's not even logical. No, it doesn't make any sense. No, there's, no. there's nothing. So, so if we're open strange. book, open season, hopefully people connect. So anyway, then I guess that's what you're going to do here. So yes, I okay it. It's okay. affirmed. There you go. You rubber heard, stamp. You heard it here, there. folks. Yes. It is confirmed. He it's is okay. fine you can with share me sharing. share anything you want about me as there long as go. it makes me look good. <laughs> Which you are actually pretty. Mm. You probably will be kinder than I am because you have a bit more of a filter in regards to that than myself. Right. Where you do try to... You'll even shift me to be the good person in a story where clearly I was the right. one that wasn't. So you're a little sweeter than I. Right. Well, so thanks, we babe. we started dating when I was 17. I shared uh, mm-hmm. the story this week on my podcast, mm-hmm. and you were 18, mm-hmm. and then we dated for five long five years. Five long years. Yeah. And. I found it interesting as I think back. Especially took a little break there. Took a little break there for a year or so. Took a little break. Months, one of us needed to grow up a little bit one and it wasn't to, me. To... <laughs> so one of us, me, broke up with the other. And then I gave him a couple of weeks and I felt maybe growth would have happened. <laughs> and so he's like... Mm. Hard to stay out of this orbit. <laughs> and he was like, yeah... No, no, we're still, you wanted me to grow up. I'm going to take the time, time to I got grow my time. up. I got mean, yeah. And so it wasn't a year. It was six months. Six months. Okay. And why that's it, when I. Why does it always feel like a year in my mind? Well, that's what it it's like to be time. away from you for that Except long. that's the funny part Probably is that we weren't really apart. So in that, God, like Mark was in Bible college and we broke up. And yeah. then it was amazing how fast God spoke to me to go to Bible college. Well, yeah, you had... Like, I'd that. never felt called to Bible right. college before. And then we broke up. Nothing. All of a sudden. We broke up two weeks later. I was enrolled at the same school. Like, God right. Now, was that the Lord? In mysterious that ways. I don't know, but... You wanted but to be around I just know Mr. that Mark. once a week, <laughs> I got to drive with you oh. and keep myself in your orbit. There you go. Might be a little so needy sweet. sounding. It sounds worse. It really doesn't. It I sounds was a worse confident than it was. Girl. You were a very confident girl, but or I wouldn't have been attracted. I'm not. I'm not. I was never attracted to needy. No, and I, you know, I was talking. You know, I was talking to my buddy the other day, who's still single. So, ladies, if you're out there, email me. Uh, that, that didn't sound right. No, but please not do for not me, email for him. My buddy, do not email him. For my buddy, Thank you very much. and uh, I got a big heart for this guy, and. Uh, we were talking about the, the kind of girl you're going to marry. And one of the things we are talking about, I don't know if this is appropriate, but I was talking about like, don't. I hope so. It, it's not the needy, needy girl. Like, no, It's absolutely. not the person who needs you every two seconds. You know, it's like, is there someone confident and competent mm-hmm. in competent in who they are as a woman and as a person? And uh, I said how important that was. So that was you. Yeah. That was you. That Even when we were in the breakup Mm-hmm. So you weren't needy, no. but we had some time apart, Yeah, did some exploring, and... Yeah. Uh, and and uh, then, yeah, I took a Psalms course and realized really fast that 
that's not where God called me. God right. called me to be ah. with people, not in like Bible delving college. into right. yeah, ac- you... what's it called? Exegeting scripture. Yeah, look at you. Oh, Hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, that wasn't my calling. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I failed songs. Like, I don't even know if I'm cut out to actually be a pastor's wife, even. Oh, I failed. Stop. My only Bible course that I, I think I think show. the more the thing that maybe disqualified you for ministry was more the story. Tell the story about the communion. <laughs> You're, um, they're they're taking they're they're in a Psalms class with this guy, this yeah. great pastor who loves liturgy and kind of doing. And that so was the thing. I think all, if yeah. it was a different class, I might yeah. have done better. But liturgy, yeah. It, like I can't even say liturgy. Right, right, yeah. So, 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 yeah. So I'm not a liturgical person. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I so use the word, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we won't ask you the definition. I'm fine. It's slow, so. low, and boring. Okay, like, there you go. Yeah. Some of you might Don't be into that. Up, that's cool, yeah. but that's yeah. not. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm not a. So he was doing person. communion at the front of the oh, church and the take it away. Sweet little like. He was not little, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> picture Rick Warren. Anyways. <laughs> teddy bear like okay, a yeah. sweet man a large six foot four teddy yes, bear anyways yes. and he like nearing the end of this course he was um gonna do communion so we were to meet at this little church yeah whole class 60 the whole people class yeah a lot of people were in there and and mark's friend and i were both there we were and we we're sitting there and all i see before he's even started yeah Okay, so he talks for 40 minutes. But at the very beginning, I look up and all I see is one goblet. Right. And I'm like, oh no. You're used to the Baptist. uh, I'm used to Baptist. You're getting passed around little cups. Little cups. And the only time I was in Germany... I'll share those stories in future I'm episodes. I'm sure you got a whole German series. I actually, you a, you it got, was. You got a six part episode called I, Germany Part One. Germany when I was yeah. locked in my room. The Germans. Yeah, that was my experience. Yeah. And so uh, we had the goblet right. at the thing there. So yeah. I'm staring up and I'm like, I'm sizing. This shows how shallow of a person I am. But yeah. now, actually, it might work. Totally. People are going to relate to this better. Oh, very, COVID very COVID. Uh, than prior COVID. Savvy. If I very told COVID this story though. five months ago, people would be like, "You're so shallow." You're so shallow. Now people are going to be like, "Dude, Amen, ahead of her sister. time." Oh, ahead, ahead of, her, of time. her time. She was a good twenty years ahead of her time. Yeah. So I'm like. Oh my gosh, there's one goblet. So the whole 45 minutes, all I'm doing is assessing, I got to get to the line first. Got to do it. Got to get to the line. So he breaks this quiet talk and he's like, now. Because she doesn't want to share. I'm getting to that. You're just. You know, but it looks, you're looking at the one goblet. What's the fear? Tell them your fear. Tell them your fear of the one goblet. I'm going to get there. I'm getting there. What's the fear of the goblet? Listen, I'm getting there. So I'm worried. Now I'm going to, I was going to save that for the Like I don't know how to tell a story. So I am worried, obviously, because as I was about to say, I'm looking around in my shallowness, sizing up the people in the room. I'm like, "Mm, I'm not sure if that guy's taking a shower in a few weeks. Like these are college students. Yeah. I didn't find that college. (laughs) I don't know if this is normal across the board. So if the 60 people in the room would have been clean looking hygienic people it wouldn't have maybe, bothered you maybe not but maybe you were not. starting to look at the teeth but there was situation. a lot of beards a lot of like right. i don't know what's right. going to get in that right. cup is fair, all i'm fair. saying all right. so he opens it up for communion boom bam i i didn't boom i bam 
I'm running, right, running, right, to the front, pushing people out of the way, and so is your friend. Yes, and we're both just <laughs> like clawing to get to the front. I yeah. get there and I go to grab the cup, <laughs> and I go to take a sip, and he's like, right. um, "You're just supposed to dip the bread." Right, I'm like Boom. <laughs> there's Aaron's cool. high liturgical moment right yeah. there. Do you like that? You asked him. me a story. You were expecting probably like a thirty second story, but I no, you learn it. You know how to stretch. Yeah, it. I do. I know yeah, how to know. tell a story. Yeah. I know how to tell a story. Thank yes, you very you much. All right, so, so those this were is our actually days. yeah. yeah. And we this might is have actually kissed like a li- like once in a while a while we were times. broken up. So he would kiss me while we're <laughs> broken just, up, and then we would finish, me. and he would go kissing. Yeah, and he would go. <laughs> Um, just so you know, we're still broken up, which is oh, a bit of a jerk. That sounds it's like a, a bit of a jerky. It was say. a bit, yeah, but yeah. that's okay. That's, okay. It is All what right. it was. Right. I came across needy. You came across jerky. It's, <laughs> it's, it, we were. Anyways, young. we moved on from those days. It was the nineties. Those were crazy times. It was times, the nineties. You don't even know what was going on. No. Then. Anyways, so any so got back all together, of this though, here we are. But here we are. But even the way that we just told that story, it shows because I shared the other day how our Enneagram is the same. The same. Now, it took me like three tries to Mm. figure out what number actually represented me. Right. And But what's been fascinating since figuring it out, I'm able to look back on my own personal life. Mm. I'm writing a book, by the way. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. it's just really my own my own thoughts, writing out my life, trying to formulate and see these patterns in my life. And yep. um, it's amazing since learning about the Enneagrams, how there's so many pointers to your personality, even from a young age. Right. So when Mark and I first, without knowing anything about the Enneagrams, when we first started dating, <sighs> you and I were the same level of personality. Yeah. We both were high energy, mm-hmm. high social, high opinions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, yeah. just yeah, strong, yeah. You knew we strong. were in the room. You knew we were. In you the room. knew yeah. we were in the room. We were the life of the party. And what happened was early on, I realized because I was a little bit more mature mm-hmm. than you, mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit further I'm along. Just in my Nodding. my walk, yeah. But I realized one of us was going to actually have to give a little bit, right? And when I've told this to a friend before, it put her right off. She was like, mm. "Sorry, so you just gave up who you were, right. To be with, and it's not that way at all, right? It was recognizing, wait, if we're going to actually make a go of this, yeah. If this is going to be our future, it wasn't within the first year. No. This was when I knew, okay, he's going. We're going into ministry together. Uh, we're going to get married. Right. One of us has to give, or we're just going to keep butting heads, right. and we're never going to get anything accomplished. Right, right. Yes, right. Uh, yeah, uh, it's like, uh, you know, not to quote the Joker here, uh, the Dark Knight, at the end on your podcast, <laughs> and violated. It is. That's it, not my... So he watches the Joker, I watch shows like... Chuck, <laughs> which is actually a high. Or what was the one with the dead lawyers? <laughs> the people coming back. Drop from the dead. dead diva. Oh my god! So this is how what comfortable are we are premises? in our in our marriage. Yeah. We just plop our own little earbuds yeah. in. We sit side by side. Side by side in we the bed. We can even hold hands. Yeah. Like, we're feeling connected. I got my iPad out. I got both earphones oh, well, in. I'm in bed. Oh, he listens to dreadful, We've watched... boring, dark stuff. Oh, and I'm going to watch Stand enjoy... By Me tonight. 
And I am not. It's fantastic. I'm not You're going watching near Dead by Diva or whatever. No, it's I'm called? going to Dead Chuck over, for my third deep. time. Gosh, what a waste of a <laughs> it's life. It's a very deep storyline. Okay, it's what very were we talking? Oh, yeah, uh, the Joker. Okay, so. Yes, okay, please. Fill my, un, fill my ladies un, gentlemen in Unstoppable. What's the line now? Okay. An unstoppable force mm-hmm. meets an immovable object. Okay. That's the idea of the Joker says to the Batman. So that's kind of what mm. we were. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. I was unstoppable force. You were an immovable object. And that. Why can't... am I not the force? Okay, Why well, are whatever. You not the yes, object? I, Which or one? vice versa. Okay, or okay. vice versa. And one of those two things, if we're going to go into ministry, for instance, yes. who's going to be the preacher, me or you? That's who's right. going to be like the one they say, you're the leader, me or you? Yes. So and it's I... so much a partnership, guys. Yes. Half of my. 49% of my good ideas in ministry come from Aaron. <laughs> okay. That's what you got to understand. So, most definitely. And it's always been that way. So it became this moment of, okay, who's going to kind of, you know, uh, you know, whatever, small C compromise, and- which has to happen in a relationship because, uh, go ahead. Yeah. I do want to make clear too publicly that. Very publicly. Because you said, like, who's going to be the pastor? Right. Some relationships. Both feel called. I wasn't yeah, called. That's, that's great. God never no, gave me right. that calling. Wasn't right. And so a lot of people always just automatically assume because Mark is the preacher out of us. Right. Because I do have the ability. Yeah. I have huge ability. But I'm not called. I'm right. not called to that. God never want like right. told me you should be a pastor. I've never felt right. called to be a pastor. Right. I've been called to pastor people, like yeah. love on people, care yeah. for people. I I don't want I don't want that because right. that's not where don't put God, that on me, Ricky. Don't Bobby. put that on me. <laughs> See that I can relate to. Right there, you go. All right, so yeah. You got like. The so, Joker just brought me back to when. So, you, so when we went to the Joker, remember you took me, and there was a child like beside me, and the whole yeah, time the Dark Knight, not the Joker. Oh, oh, yeah. oh that's oh, I haven't seen the Joker. No, the Joker oh, is a little, okay. little more intense than the oh, Dark Knight. Oh wow, like okay. very, very much. Well, more I, I don't want any real of it. Violent. I, I'm going. Do back you want to do a Chuck. movie review here on the podcast? No, so, I'll anyways, really kids, you know, hijack it and do movie. Review. Yeah. So anyway, uh, where were we? we yeah. We, 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 so we've gone. So we went twenty years. Yeah. So we've been together for like twenty-two years. Yeah. Married for 17, and we are the type of people that in our marriage mm. we can fight. Never. <laughs> yeah. But then we move on quick. Yeah. So it can be like a spark explosion where we're like, no, you, but da, 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 da. Yeah. we'll talk it through, and yeah. then we're able to move on. Right. Have Done. to. Or else life becomes unbearable. Mm-hmm. So I understand there's a lot of people who would listen to this, they're not in those scenarios. No. Like the stuff we fight about isn't like life-altering no. moments of... Usually it's you not taking out my garbage. Yeah, or, yeah, or, or no, it's usually me filling the blank. Probably, okay. yes, yeah. usually. The last time I went, I want to fight you because you fill in the blank was like 1991. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so yes, it's mostly me, but... It's like nuanced stuff that's life and mm-hmm. it's normal stuff, communication, conflict, whatever. Yes. It's not these huge. No, so when we're true. talking, that's good to we're not talking about yeah. life altering, you know, cheating. You cheated on me and now we can just let it go under the rug in 40 oh, hours. Sorry, so that's yes. not what we're no, talking about. No, definitely but not. For the most part, assuming a generally normal, mm-hmm. healthy scenario, uh, yeah, 90, you know, we, we look at stuff and we go, 
let's let this go after 24, 48 hours because uh, why why let this affect your life? Mm-hmm. Uh, you only have one life to live. We YOLO. got 40 more years. <laughs> we got 40 more years together. That didn't make sense. That wasn't YOLO. Years. Yeah, that's YOLO. Yeah, I mean, one life same to idea. Live. That'd be one life to live. But, yeah. Olo, Olo. You only live once. Okay. Same idea. Okay, there you go. Hashtag YOLO kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we got 40, 50 more years together if I live mm-hmm. to my grandfather's age, and uh, then we got more than that. But um, long time. And so let's not let's not sit and be miserable. So we yes. do our best to go. You know what? Humans are humans. Nobody's perfect. Exactly. I don't think she woke up this morning twisting her mustache trying to destroy me it, Mark, maliciously. Can you, intentionally. I know we're open books. But can you not <laughs> talk about my mustache? You Thank don't. you very much. I use like a I use a thing to try to. Just in case you can't see this kid, she's she's scruffling her non-existent mustache. Chic razor thing for it. Okay. 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 Anyway, so so so, as we're talking about this, yeah, yeah, of course. But what's awesome is as we go into talking about our enneagrams, and we'll Mm. reveal what it is exactly that we are. The big reveal. (laughs) The big reveal that you've been waiting for. All of these came to clarity for me because even the way we do confrontation yeah. the way we do it right. that's natural for us because we end up being the same right. number yes. to shift on but that's not going to be the same right. in every couple right so no. that's where no. right. that was part of the realization of oh my goodness okay that is the number right and so we since covid started you had this book at our house yeah and um the road back to you it's yeah. called and I opened it up and I started to research and talk about it and try like become so right. into it. Right. And then I passed the book to you so that you could actually read it. Right. Like I, I took like the Cole's notes and right. then I shifted to Instagram. Right. To be- find out all your knowledge. To find all yeah. the memes yeah. that show like. that's oh, really, the internet's really where the true knowledge is. It, it really versus is. Versus these books mm-hmm. so mark basically sat for a whole day and took notes highlighted and just read stuff out loud while we're trying to figure out our yeah, whole I tried, family I tried to read the profiles of the people at least aaron and i and our kids to yes. try to understand uh you know how these different numbers work and what the mm-hmm. enneagram even was and yada yes. yada, yada so. i did end up reading the book yeah. as well yeah. but um and we took a test, and they do say that tests aren't always accurate. Sure. They also say um, don't um, put a number on somebody else. Like, it should be something that sure. you're seeking. It's a personal growth story and a journey. Sure. Um, to kind of... Which makes sense because the premise of the Enneagram isn't a personality profile as much as it is a motivation profile. Mm-hmm. So it's what motivates you. So who, who could possibly get inside your head and tell you what motivates you? Doesn't make sense. I I was able to get in your. I knew your number right away. Yeah, but what motivates me? I could secretly act a certain Ooh. way, but what motivates me to act that way could you could have it could have profiled me at a one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's or true. A t- what's a two? So that's what I actually the got. Two, first. the one where I put my definitely would never profile me as that. No, it's the one two who helps when you help people just <laughs> all the time. Um, first, before Mark yourself. is notorious. He we always I love tease. People, but- he does. He loves people. We always tease like if the airplane's going down. 
Yeah, I got the mask he, on first. He's so following those directions. That's what the directions say. My kid can wait a second. I can They're calm fine. down first, They're and then fine. I'll take care of the kiddos. Um, so commonly, <laughs> and this is why tests aren't always accurate. Right. They say do a couple tests just to kind of get a, a gauge, but then reading, mm. researching is your best right. options. Your um, Enneagram coach is a really good um, website and podcast Um Annie F. Downs, she has some good podcast summary yeah, Enneagrams and stuff. stuff. So listening to stuff, reading it yeah. really helps. So for a lot of moms or caregivers, if you're in a caregiver kind of role, um, chances are when you do the test, you will come up as a two. Right. And so that's what happened to me. I came up as a two right. um, as a helper, but really it's because I was answering my questions as a helper because that's my role. Yeah, you <laughs> take care of the three girls. You're constantly like, I care about people first that are around me that aren't me. So exactly. it pegged you as a two, it which it two. oftentimes does for mothers. Absolutely. Yeah. And then as we were reading, I'm like, that just doesn't sound right though. No. Because no. there's certain parts of it that I'm like, uh, but that's yeah. just, that's not me. My motivation for helping isn't that. Right. My response isn't that. No. Okay, what can it be? Right. And so we shifted to a six for a while, um, which kind of has like that fear motive. And we took that portion because I was always fearful as a yep. kid. Yeah. And then Mark always knew what yours was. Well, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I did the test. I didn't. I hadn't. I don't think I'd read all the profiles before I did the test. Yeah. I'm not but when sure. we started reading this book, it was yeah, just very it's evident. Clear that, yeah. And so um, Mark figured out his number um, because it's very clear. And then it took yeah. me a while. So we end right. up where exactly the same number. Right. The same wing. Yeah. And what bothered me is Mark found the number first. Mm. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> so right back to our 20s. Right back to our 20s. Where you had me yet again. Me yet again. I got a fall behind Mark. Right. And so I was livid. And <laughs> we went days where I was like, I don't think that can be my number. Because I was so embarrassed. And I've never told anybody that. Like, it's been months right. since we did it. Okay. And I've never told anybody publicly. This is the big reveal. This is the big this reveal. The I've big never told. Drop. Which everybody, if you hear us talking, you're actually, and you know anything about Enneagrams, you know our numbers. Right. And if you know Mark, you'd know his number. But I couldn't say it publicly because you had already shared yours publicly. Oh. And that... Yeah, that's a mistake. Oh, that bothered me right. so much because I thought, oh my goodness, people are just going to think I'm copying you. Mm. I'm going to be in your shadow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it had to like... I had to like work through that and right. go, oh my gosh. This... Which is... Okay, so... Exactly what your number would do. Which is exactly what, what my number, number would and do. that's the point. And it is the number that actually, as a woman, is the most negatively right. um, looked at right. number. So what are we, Marcus? So we are, well, His you, name isn't Marcus. Yeah. There's nothing about Marcus. So we are an eight. Drum roll, yeah. eight. Yeah. Uh, an eight wing roll. seven, for those of you out there who know anything about it. So um, this book titles us as The Challenger. I don't like that. Right? So I've been told that I'm too blunt and aggressive. Doing things halfway is not my spiritual gift. 
I have a good verbal skirmish just to see what others are made of. In relationships that matter to me, I insist on being honest about conflicts and staying in the fight till things are worked out. It's hard for me to trust people. Justice is worth fighting for. I can sniff out other people's weaknesses the first time I meet them. Saying no isn't a problem. I welcome opposition. I make decisions fast and from the gut. I don't like it when people beat around the bush. I'm wary of people who are super nice. When I walk into a room, I know immediately who has the power. I don't have much respect for people who don't stand up for themselves. One of my motto mottos is a good offense is better than a good defense. Don't mess with the people I love. I know I'm respected, but sometimes I want to be loved. I have no problem confronting a bully. If God wanted people to wear their hearts on their sleeves, he would have put it there. <laughs> and under my tough exterior is a tender, loving heart. Hmm. So General George S. Patton Jr., the quote nobody, is, nobody. lead me. Oh, I thought you were telling us names of other people. No. Sorry. Okay. Tell lead us me, your quote. follow me, or mm. get out of my way. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that definitely So you can imagine two eights mm -hmm. living together. Yeah, under having one to do, rib. you know, the conflict thing and the leadership thing and all the rest of it. Yeah, so but naturally we, we yeah. then started to research, okay, how do eight sevens, right. both of you yeah. as a couple, how does that work? Right. How do you relate? So we started right. to research that in relationships and it was quite fascinating because um, it actually is a number that you wouldn't think would work well together. They right. do say all numbers can be compatible with each other. And also it's important to know too, as you're going through those numbers that obviously we are not the same person. We don't have right. the same no. personality. It's just, we have similarities in the way we would respond to yes. stuff, where we go in stress, where we yeah. go in joy. And for those of you who are eights out there, um, here's a, an important thing to understand. Our wing, uh, defines us in an interesting way because there's a lot of eights that aren't like um, the leadership type. They're more mm -hmm. the introverted or quiet type. And so the eight wing seven, it points this out. Uh, this can be a wild combination. Mm -hmm. Eights with a seven <laughs> wing are outgoing, energetic, and fun, reflecting the seven sunny personality. They're ambitious, impulsive, and sometimes reckless. They live life to the full they're the most energetic of all the numbers and the most entrepreneurial. The seven energy masks the more wary eight, so they're more social and more gregarious than other eight. So if you're an eight out there who's going, um, yeah, but I'm not social, I'm not out there, I'm not whatever, that's why. Because when you wing seven, sevens are like the uh, people who like take the most out of life. They're enthusiasts. They're like, you know, um, uh, that's why. So. Yeah. And so as we were researching relationships, what's in amazing about it is that eights want to be, uh, they don't actually want to be in charge. They don't need to be in charge, right. but they need to know somebody's in charge. Yes. And if that doesn't happen, then you'll step up. And they don't want to be controlled. That's key. No, so no. they don't need to be in charge. Yeah but they don't want to be controlled. Exactly. Yeah. And that was good. That took me right back to my childhood and group projects. Oh. Oh my goodness. I, I never enjoyed the group projects because I, I, I didn't like yeah, having know. to manage groups and I would always take that leadership role and then nobody liked me and, mm. oh man. So, and, and they actually do have a section. This is the only number on the Enneagram that has a section about women mm -hmm. and says women eights 
um, tend to be seen as uh, witches. Uh, yes. With a B. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't know how. No, I don't know I, if you no. want an E on this. No, no. So yeah, I don't. Uh, explicit I don't. content. Yeah. So they they tend to be seen as um, you know mean and and like they're bossy and all that. Where male eights are seen as oh look at how contr- in control he is. That's right. So it's a very interesting That's right. dynamic. His leadership. Yeah. It goes to leadership. Right. Oh look at how de- divisive mm-hmm. he is as a leader. Ooh, look how bossy she is as a woman. Yeah, decisive. You know, which is and, de- and decisive. Not divisive. You said divisive. Oh yeah, decisive. decisive. Yeah, decisive. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Just... How, how decisive and 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 leadership oriented is this man? How bossy and yeah. you know, yeah, yeah totally. Moody is this woman? So yeah. So then, how it works in marriage with the two eight sevens together is, and this is what I found fascinating is within our home. This is why it works well for us. Mm-hmm. I'm in charge of the home. We can just go right out there. Of hey, like the not day, according to the Bible. <laughs> the day-to-day. Hey, I'm in charge of the home, elders. Don't worry. <laughs> the day-to-day, the yeah. kids, all right, of that. Right. And you have this confidence of you don't need to be in charge all the time because right. you know I've got this yes. round. Right. And so you can sleep at night. Right. You don't need to have the um, that carry that strong ape in the home. Right. Where I feel comfortable as an ape because I know that you're working hard. I'm not embarrassed by you. When you speak, I'm not like, what is he going to say? I trust that you have um, value to bring to the table and I'm confident in that. Right. And so that's why we work together. Yeah, if you weren't happy with what I was doing, you would want to get involved and get in control of it. Yes. If I wasn't happy with the way you were doing stuff at the house, I'd be like, I'd want to get in control of it. But exactly. we both recognize the competency and the passion that we have in our realms. And so we're kind of content with each other in doing that. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, we've had a we've had a lot of fun kind of researching these Enneagrams. Yeah. I have a really hard time following the rules of Enneagrams where every time I meet a new person, I'm like oh, yeah. trying to peg them like all I think about all of our friends have now gone through it because I'm like I just want like if you want to be my friend I (laughs) I now make you go through a process right a program Uh, read it because I need to know who you are because it it well it helps with conflict yes you know I was talking with a friend the other day who does conflict very differently super emotional blah blah and it's like yeah I deal with facts when Mm -hmm. it comes to conflict I don't I don't get into it emotionally I try to deal with facts. You're super emotional. So I'm going to come across as cold Mm -hmm. and conniving to you maybe, but I'm just processing the data and reiterating it back to you just to make sure our our argument here is fact-based, not feelings-based. And... You know, there was an, you know, there's like, well, if you're an emotional person, then you're going to take offense to that. Mm -hmm. And so understanding, here's how I do conflict here's how to interact with different people is is pretty helpful. So. Yeah. We're doing okay, kid. Doing okay. We're doing We're okay. doing great. We're doing yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, this that's been fun. What else have we been doing since COVID just kind of changed <laughs> everything? <laughs> changed life a little bit. We're we very, spend we're very a lot go, of time. go go go. I mean, for those of you out there, I mean, it it changed us all in different ways. We used mm-hmm. to travel a lot for speaking mm-hmm. and doing stuff. 
and uh, being able to kind of get away from the kiddos for a few days at a time and... Uh... Oh, you missed that. <laughs> and, uh, Is that why you brought me out to your yeah, office yeah, to yeah, do yeah, this, right, Mark? Right, right, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, and now we don't get those little... Yeah, the little, little dating three, jaunts. four days. Yeah. The marital so, dating Anyway, jaunts. everyone's yeah. situation's so <laughs> different. Uh, and you might not have those, but you might have had a thing that you got lost in the mix. And so that's one of the things for us. So yeah, no, everyone's, it's, it's interesting. We're such social creatures, you know, for the first two or three months, we were like literally pretty well. It was just us. Mm -hmm. And now we've expanded out a little bit. Yes. Um, But we're very social creatures. And so that was hard. Like it's hard for everybody. So COVID survival. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How is life for you with three girls? Uh, very interesting because I want to. I want to be the '80s dad who's just like you know. You watch like Stranger Things or any of those '80s movies. I, I don't. Like, yeah. I don't. Right, but the dads who just like you just gotta be you know get in line. Let's go. And supposedly these girls are a little more nuanced to raise. So now one of them's 13, and I don't get the tone, and I don't get the this and that. So I'm, I'm, we find ourselves like fighting each other, and like you're like, no, that's not actually the way to do this, and I'm like, what? So I'm, I feel a little lost. Um, but you know, you're there, so <laughs> yeah, it's a... you're there to tell me what to do and not to do, and it's yeah, it's a little frustrating. Yeah. I mean, it's you know a balance. Me. Little... Just your voice, like you can hear his voice right now. Yeah, your voice is that, how wonderful. It is. You can you can like <laughs> sing like tell me love poetry, and it sounds harsh because your voice is just harsh. Yeah, I've I've heard a lot of it's the way you're saying it yes. quote to me, which. Yeah, it's it's hard to hear like that. I'm all about that's... authority. I'm yeah. all about I I like I want my girls to know that somebody's in charge and, you know, but it's the way we that go you say about it. it right. Which then causes like a fun dynamic with us. Yeah, it gets us in more fights than I would like. Yeah, I think we're at that yeah. s- that stage. They're causing us to fight more than each other's causing us. <laughs> so Yeah, these days. So once we're they're out of the season. house, we'll go things will be calm. Um, but, uh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, we, we fight because I don't, I don't, you know, I think I, I probably with the boys, I would have been like, you know, I see my, my friends with sons mm-hmm. and they can go, go clean up the thing go do this. Cause they're trying to teach them to be a man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to teach them to be a woman. So you in can the say, sense can of, you please go and do this? Or I'd like you to please go and take out the trash. So it's the same thing. <laughs> it's just different. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, not wrong, just different. Yeah, but and wrong then they just, and different yeah. too. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not just different, wrong, but wrong. Yeah, too. so that that's been a big learning curve for me. Uh, I'm not that I'm a uber authoritative dad. Like, I like to just have fun and chill out and whatever. Mm-hmm. But when they start to you know sass or be disobedient, I go from my black and white brain just goes right into '80s dad and like this is. How, how like all the nuanced child psychology goes out the window mm-hmm. it's like oh that doesn't work that's just snowflake nonsense let's just get to it and i'm going to tell you what to do you're going up to your room for 15 you know and you're like <laughs> yeah. no that's not a thing let's don't worry ground. Let's have and a i'm like no ground. the room and spanking <laughs> and you're like yeah we, she's no, 14 we don't spank, we don't, we don't no, spank no. just on record we do not no, we should biblically we do not believe that thank you uh, very but, much but uh we found a good balance yeah. within that's what i appreciate yeah. and not everybody sees 
So if people are listening and you were familiar with Mark first before hearing my podcast, you often will hear his stories. You'll hear him talk. You just will get to know him through his sermons and not really understand how our family dynamic works or that. But from the very beginning, you have always shown so much grace as far as this is like this home is my my domain in many right. ways yeah. as far as you trust my leadership of, of the day to days. Yeah. The big stuff, of course, we always come together. Yeah. We make those decisions. But yeah. on the day to day you've trusted like when we decided to homeschool the kids, for example. Right. Yeah. Um, we're gonna be moving into a homeschooling series in just the next little bit. Yeah, and there's so lots to learn from this gal about homeschooling. Aw, thanks. So well, while we're on this and we're wrapping up in the next couple minutes, um, let's just quickly talk about the homeschooling thing mm-hmm. for the parents who are thinking about it come September because you were always against homeschooling. Oh, before we had kids, that wasn't I grew up in public school. Aaron grew up in Christian private school. Even the concept of Christian private school to me was a joke. Uh, and then homeschool was just next level of joke. Like it was people who played Settlers of Catan and made their own butter and watched <laughs> left, left Behind movies. And I was like, I grew up, you know, outside the church, non-Christian, walked to church so I was, uh, uh, you know, 19. So it was like, my kids will go to public school. They'll be salt and light. We're not going to abandon the world missiologically. We got to be people of the world, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um and then when Sienna started to go, Sienna did go to public school to start. Yeah, which I never, that's what's fascinating. Is I never felt, I always felt like she should stay home with me. Yeah. But then I I saw it. I was like, okay, but this is actually a gift. Like people all over the world fight to get to go to school. This is what's normal. Right. It's just me not wanting I, to let go. Yeah, and I think that was part of your process psychologically. It's yeah. like, is this more just about me? Oh, like, absolutely. I don't because, want to let go of my kids. They give me meaning. They give me yeah, something and to we, do. And Sienna and I, we got close because yeah, in was, those early yeah. years, we were planting village. So yeah. you were gone yeah. hours upon hours and no family around. And her and I were literally like, I was... Best yeah, we, we moved out from Toronto, left our whole family behind. We moved out to Vancouver. So we got no family out here. So still to this day. So in those young years, there's no handoff to the grandparents. There's nothing. No. So you and her became besties. Yeah, so then it was trying to recognize like, oh, wait, is this for me? Is right. this just that I right. need them as my security? Right. So I sent her off because that's what yeah. I felt we were to years do. Of this and, and then she, she just insane levels of anxiety and i i dumbly would have done 80s dad and just gone push through it kid whatever that's just what you know yeah, whatever and we did that for a season we tried it and then and you saw it you knew it was i kept telling him thing. i just we need to pull her this Something's anxiety up. is too strong and if we don't deal with this now yeah i don't think it'll stop right like, and, and then, i knew anxiety right because and then in retrospect history. we took her to a naturopath and naturopath looked into her liver or whatever and said this girl's system is shutting down yeah. like it's a good thing you pulled her so yeah from so that moment on i was kind of like so it was hey, literally Aaron's- overnight yeah i just decided one day because she was experiencing physical um tics because of her stress levels and she was exhausted she had migraines and the whole bit and i remember watching her from the classroom and just started weeping mm. and i was like Mark, I, she's not going back tomorrow. She's done. Yeah, and I just knew from that moment on that you had a, 
you had a a finger on the pulse, a discernment into these kids that I didn't have. And it was yeah. like, okay, I think the you, only thing you asked you me was, have do. you prayed about this? Yeah. Have you like, yeah. you wanted to just make sure. And it was could. done. You like, and all of them, you know, and then we did Christian private school for a while. Same scenario. You felt that out. You discerned that you brought them home and now they're flourishing. And I see mm-hmm. the value in, and, and, and the, the, the example I give to people. And of course I love public school. I love Christian private school. All mm-hmm. the schools, it doesn't matter, man. This isn't about, you know, dogmatic ideological yeah. beliefs about things. This is what's Our best family. for your family. Yeah. Uh, and I remember it was um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Hmm. And you had done a whole day. And they had read a book called Who is Martin Luther King Jr.? They had watched the I Have a Dream speech. You had talked about civil rights all day. And we're talking about like a nine-year-old, 11-year-old, 13-year-old. And then one of their friends came over who goes to school, which is great. And my kid said like, hey... You know, she said, what have you been doing all day? And they said, well, we've been learning about Martin Luther King Jr. And she's like, well, who's that? And it's like, what didn't you learn about Martin Luther King Jr. today? Like all day? And she's like, no, I actually have no idea who that is. And there's like these moments where you're like, oh, gosh, like the kinds of stuff you can do in this setting are just so vastly different. Mm -hmm. And the kind of the way that you're shaping them on the day to day and that we both as parents are trying to shape them into the kinds of people that's you know that's the end goal yeah and um just to wrap this up how have you noticed our home life change well it's just super less busy and i mean you used to drop the kids off at school at 8 30 in the morning and chat in the parking lot Mm -hmm. till 9 (laughs) 30 then come home and you know do all your stuff and then go back at... Well, I still had a kid at home, too. At well, you time. still had a kid at home, so you got all that to deal with. Then you go back at 2.30 and sit around and chat till 3.30, whatever. So <laughs> Sit around. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like whatever. It's like busy, busy, busy. So, so, so. And now it's like... It's and like dealing kids, with stress after school because the kid's strong. Stress and crying. And, this, yeah. and then again, that's going to be some people's life. Not everybody can stay home with their kids. I get that. Uh, but in our situation, the stress of ministry and the stuff I was doing, this was better for our family because, yes, it was a calmness at home. Mm-hmm. It was a, you can get more done in, uh, you know, a few, in, in, in your, a few hours a day mm-hmm. than you could in, a, in an eight-hour day based on the kinds of stuff you were doing. And our kids read like crazy mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they go to their passions. We bring in little, you know, teachers to teach them, uh, little things, uh, specialized moments, an hour a week and whatever. And, uh, anyway, it's been, it's, it's unbelievable, but yeah, rewind the clock 10 years in my brain is laughable. Yeah. So. But now if somebody was sitting on the fence, like wondering, should we take this leap? Yeah. If you have the, if you have the ability to do it. Mm-hmm financially, all that stuff, then 100%. Okay, you heard it here. 100%. Um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, Mark, you're very welcome. I appreciate it coming <laughs> into my space oh, here. Yes. This is great. Um, I am very appreciative of yes, you. Of I course. can also tell you this when, mm-hmm. I, when I stop this because mm-hmm. we're in the same home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad that you were able to hear kind of how we banter, how, 
They're going to be like, oh, is this good. an episode might, of The View? You might lose a lot of listeners. <laughs> I might. I yeah, might. Yeah. This might be the last time. No, this girl's got a lot of wisdom, guys. A lot of great stuff coming up. Oh, you're very sweet. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Beautiful. If you're interested in homeschooling, you can follow along on my podcast, Homeschooling with Aaron Clark. Please subscribe to both podcasts and it would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star review. It just helps to get the word out. If you'd like to follow me in the Instagram world, you can follow me at Aaron E. Clark or on my blog at AaronEClark.com. Until next time, have a fabulous day.